What's up, maniacs? My name is Sky Menhart, and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a very irregular podcast where a very erratic and manic young woman screams at you on her iPhone and just says, go to therapy, bitch. Go to therapy. And, and meanwhile, she's not even in therapy. Meanwhile, which is probably why she's so manic, okay? It, just, it, 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 it doesn't make any sense, you guys. Nothing makes any sense anymore and i'm not in therapy because i've been in it for 10 years and i'm just taking a break and i'm actually doing pretty well um so don't worry you guys don't worry it everything's fine i'm just having fun again finally it's like i had depression probably from october to until literally the end of january today is one of the last days of january and i'm finally feeling like i'm coming out of that depression um, Christmas time is not, it, it's, it's the worst time of the year for me. It's the, and the fact that everybody's so like, you know, trying to be so happy, it makes me even angrier at everybody and at, not even at myself, uh, because I don't really celebrate Christmas. Like I, I, it, I hate it now. I hate it because I've spent a few Christmases and New Year's in the hospital and it's just tainted. The season is tainted for me. So I was feeling pretty shitty for a while. Um, but finally, you guys, I don't know what's going on. I know that my lithium level is a little low, but I'm really not hypomanic. I'm getting like 10 hours of sleep at night. So, <laughs> and some of you are like, bitch, I'm hypomanic and I sleep 12 hours at night. You need to go, th- go, to, the, go to your doctor. I do go to my doctor on Tuesday, okay? Last time I met with my psychiatrist, he's over Zoom. This is a long distance relationship I have with my psychiatrist, but I have to go to an office to like meet with him. It's weird. So last time he's deep throating a chocolate chip muffin during the whole fucking session. I only get 15 minutes with this guy and he's shoving a muffin in his mouth the entire time. And I'm not mad about it because it made me laugh, but I, 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 I was trying so hard not to laugh at this man just shoving a muffin down his throat while he's trying to like evaluate my mental health. It was the best thing ever. And I want you guys to know that there are entertaining psychiatrists out there and you can find them, okay? You can find them. They are there and they are amazing when you get them. You hold on to them when you get them because you need to be laughing, okay? I've had really, most of my psychiatrists have been like really serious, really stoic. The one I had before this guy was this very tall, very tall Italian man, very boring personality. I mean, nothing. I can always make them laugh, but I'm looking for someone who can make me laugh. You know, I want to be entertained if I'm getting my meds checked. However, they are hard to come by because I feel like the people who who go into psychiatry are very serious they can sometimes be very serious very studious i had a mennonite psychiatrist i didn't get him to laugh for a year like it was a year before i could make a joke that made him laugh but finally i got him laughing and he kind of opened up to me a little bit and i know it's weird but that's such a weird fucking relationship (laughs) like your psychiatrist is someone who you depend on i mean i depend on mine a lot like for the health and well-being of my mind and more so than a therapist, way more than a therapist. They are they are way more important to me. Um, so it's just such a weird dynamic. And I really am thinking about making a movie of it someday. Like I would love to write a movie about it because it's just such a weird relationship. And I feel like it could be a really good, like heartwarming and funny film. <coughs> 
But anyway, sorry, I know you guys probably hate all the mouth noises and the throats and the clearing and the, you know, I burped in the last episode. Jesus Christ, I've lost all my etiquette. But I do not care at this point. I do not care at this point. And today I wanted to talk about body dysmorphia, baby, because I feel like we are in in society, on Instagram, online, on TikTok, we are like peak body dysmorphia, peak body dysmorphia. And I think, I mean, who do we think of when we think of body dysmorphia? Who's the first, who's the first person to come to our minds? Come on, guys. Think with me. Think with me. Think with me. Who's the first person? Oh, Khloe Kardashian, right? Because this girl is always getting caught in Photoshop scandals. And we all know that the Kardashians use filters on their videos and their photos to make themselves look a different way than they really look. And like every time an unedited photo of a Kardashian gets posted online, like they do everything they can to get it removed. You know, they fire the assistant, they yell at the grandma, like (laughs) they are so terrified of us seeing how they really look, you guys. And I'm telling you guys this because we need to collectively look in the mirror and say, fuck body dysmorphia. I'm done with this shit. And I know it's not as easy as that, okay? So body dysmorphia is a mental disorder where you focus on certain flaws in your appearance and you do everything you can to hide these flaws from other people or to fix them for yourself. This can be something like acne. This can be something like hair loss, thinning hair, your boob size, your butt size, your genitals. Like there's so many ways you can have body dysmorphia. And so it really does affect your daily life because you might be spending hours in front of the mirror trying to like perceive, you know, or trying to fix these flaws, you know, doing everything you can. You might get plastic surgery to change your appearance so you look more like the version of you you want to look, okay? Are you following me? Like for me, I've had, because I was on a certain birth control, I had hair loss and then I got COVID so I had more hair loss and I've been having that body dysmorphia issue with my hair. Like, oh, my hair is so thin, it's so thin. Even though now most of it's grown back, it's really not that thin anymore, but I'm still having that issue when I look at it in the mirror, okay? That's just an example from my life. I deal with it with my acne, I deal with it with my weight and I think a lot of times, even if you don't necessarily, because I don't know if I have body dysmorphia necessarily because I'm really not trying to hide my flaws. Um, so I don't know if I really fit the qualification, but I definitely have those issues of not perceiving myself realistically when I look in the mirror. And I'm very critical of myself. And so even when I look fine, I'm really criticizing myself and not enjoying my appearance. I'm just feeling negative and critical towards myself. And so, you know, somebody else will be like, oh my God, you look great. And I'll be like, no, no, no. And it's just shit like that, where you're kind of denying reality and you're, you're being critical of yourself. And I don't necessarily know if that's body dysmorphia or not. I really haven't been diagnosed with it properly. So I don't want to say that I have it. And it does require a medical diagnosis. I know we all like to go on WebMD. We like to go on psych to go, whatever it may be. And we like to give ourselves these disorders and shit without the help of a professional But I encourage you not to do that. I discourage you from doing that because it really does need the diagnosis of a professional, okay? And as much as you want to go online and read the symptoms, make sure you're talking to your healthcare provider about it before you make any decisions or before you change anything in your lifestyle, okay? Because you really need the help of a professional with this stuff.
mention it to your therapist, you know, mention it to your psychiatrist, see what you can do to alleviate the situation. But often body dysmorphia is treated with uh, CBT therapy, DBT therapy, which is cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical behavioral therapy, as well as sometimes sometimes medication like SSRIs, which are a class of antidepressants. So there are a lot of different ways to treat it. Um, But lately I've been having trouble with it, man. I've gone through some major weight loss and then some a little bit of weight gain. And sometimes when I look in the mirror, I really do not recognize myself. And I wonder if this is you know, a a part of some trauma that I've been through, maybe because I've been through so many changes in my body, it's like hard for me to look in the mirror and have a stable view of who I am. Who knows? I think it could be trauma related. Um, But I've been dealing with that a lot lately. And I'm really, really tired of it. I'm really, really tired of it. So I've been trying to come up with strategies to help me get back in my own body, to help me look in the mirror and recognize who I see. And doing this Uh, um, doing this has made me feel better about myself. It's made me feel more secure. And it's like putting me in a better mindset, right? Obviously, this kind of stuff, especially with body dysmorphia or things we deal with with our appearance, we are confronted with it every day when we look in the mirror. And so it can be really hard not to be critical of yourself when you look in the mirror, especially if this is a habit you've built up over time. I know when, and I know this is true for men as well. I'm just speaking as a woman from my own experience. I think when you're a woman, you know, society and for men too, but I'm speaking as a woman, like I said, um, society has such a high, crazily high beauty standard. And I think it's interesting how much the Kardashians and the celebrities really dictate what the culture is going through because the Kardashians' body dysmorphia is only making our body dysmorphia worse, right? So because the Kardashians not only get plastic surgery to alter their appearance, but they're editing their photos. So they are changing this image and giving us this impossibly high image of beauty and then we're looking at it on Instagram and not feeling good about ourselves and then that's affecting us and then we're getting more critical of ourselves and then this is causing like a body dysmorphia cycle and I'm really tired of it and I'm pretty sure Chloe has even admitted to having body dysmorphia so it's like we really shouldn't be looking at Chloe on tips for how to improve our self-image. When this girl gets surgeries, and on top of the surgeries, she's using Photoshop, and you guys have seen the Photoshop pictures like compared to the real picture, right? Like this is crazy Photoshop. This is like changing your entire face Photoshop. So clearly she's going through major body dysmorphia herself. And then imagine the trickle-down effect that has onto all the young people looking at her shit, right? Like, Jesus Christ, at what point are we just good enough as is? At what point are we good enough as is, okay? It's crazy. It is crazy. And these high beauty standards that we have in society, they make this impossible to attain goal, especially if you're just a regular person with a regular job, with regular income, You probably can't afford Botox and lipo and a nose job. You know what I mean? So whenever you have this crazy beauty standard on you, you start to feel bad about yourself, not only because you can't financially afford to look that way, but because you don't look that way on your own. And, oh, I feel like I should have just come out the womb looking this perfect. It's crazy. It's crazy, you guys. 
And you can see how this really affects all of us in the view of ourselves. And that's why it's so shitty of the Kardashians to constantly play these games online and just continue to Photoshop and continue to promote these negative like diet culture bullshit products and continue to manipulate their audience and it's just really i know that it's not affecting these young people who look up to them in a positive way you know say which yeah you there's so much to be said about the kardashians and the negative influence they have on people in the culture i would say but i'm just speaking about it you know about this because this is what's been affecting me and this is why i can never fully support the kardashians like i i like to talk about them i like to keep up with their drama but I just can't, like, stand by everything they do. And I think, yeah, I just think it's impossible to at this point. Just with all the evidence we have of the shitty shit they've done, it's just not okay. Um, So anyway, I just think this has had a really negative impact on all of our mental health, right? Like, seeing these crazy Instagram models. And you guys realize these 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 Instagram models are really probably prostitutes or sugar babies and nothing wrong with that, but they really they really make you think that they just have all this money, they're just living this lifestyle, yet, you know, the reason they get to go to all these crazy places all over the globe is because they're letting rich guys do unspeakable things to them on their yacht and yay that pays that and then they pay them so that they can you know have a nice vacation to Saudi Arabia but really they're they're I I I mean I read one I read an article this girl this girl had posted some DMs from an Instagram model and she was going, I don't know if she was going on a yacht, but she was going to like Saudi Arabia and this really rich Saudi Arabian guy wanted her to have his camel lick hummus out of her pussy. And this is just the degrading shit that these Instagram models do so that they can afford their luxurious lifestyle. And I want you guys to know this so you're not comparing yourselves to them because they're literally getting paid for doing degrading shit. They're, they're being prostitutes and they're getting paid and I'm not saying all prostitutes, like, I'm, I don't know how I feel about prostitution. I don't think it's, you know, good or bad, whatever. But I'm saying they're being, pro- they're, they're prostituting themselves for this money so they can go on this crazy vacation. And then they're posting these pictures and they're using also this money to get surgeries so they can look a certain way. I mean, you guys have seen it. You've seen it. So it just makes you feel bad about yourself when you look at, when you see this finished product image on, on Instagram, you kind of say, damn, why don't I have this rich, luxurious lifestyle? Why can't I go to Greece, you know, on a boat? Because you're not letting a guy shit in your mouth, girl, because you have dignity and self-respect and you want to work for your money, right? And I'm not saying prostitution is bad. I don't necessarily think it's bad. I just am not about to degrade myself for money. That's just how I feel. I don't think it's all degradation. I'm sure, you know, being an escort, I've never, I'm not in it. And I'm not judging sex workers by any means. I'm just judging these insta hoes. And I'm saying, don't believe everything you see on Instagram. It's all an illusion. It's all a lie. Okay. It's all a lie and question everything. And I want you to know this stuff so that when you're comparing yourself to these people online, you're not really feeling bad because you are in a different space and it's all good, right? So I want to say death to body dysmorphia. And oh, I wanted to share my the things that I've been, God, I got so off track with the Insta models. <laughs> I'm very passionate. Um, I wanted to say that 
the things that I've been doing to help myself with my body dysmorphia. So because I've gone through so much weight loss, weight gain, weight loss in my life at this point, you know, being 24, um, I decided to kind of go back into my photos, my old photos of me as a kid and a teenager. And I was like, I just want to get a picture of what my face looked like. Because I really genuinely, guys, when I look in the mirror, I don't recognize myself. Um, and I think this is not as much body dysmorphia as it is sort of a CPTSD or what is it? Like a complex PTSD kind of thing, like a trauma response. I think that's what that is. I don't necessarily know if it's body dysmorphia, but I haven't talked about this with a therapist, so who knows? That's why I quit therapy because my therapist was not getting deep with me at all and it was bullshit. So I don't know what that is, but because I have a hard time recognizing my face in the mirror, I decided to go back and look at old photos of me and try, you know, remember what I looked like. I know that sounds crazy, you guys, but sometimes that's just what you have to do. You have to just remember what you looked like. And I want to know if anybody else goes through that. Like if any of you guys go through that and kind of tell if you can DM me your experience, I would love that. I would love to hear from you because I want to know if I'm the only one who's like having that issue of not recognizing my face when I look in the mirror. Um, But anyway, doing simple things like looking through old photos or even having like even asking a close friend or maybe someone you're in a relationship with like what do I look like I know that sounds weird you guys but walk with me just asking them like what do I look like and maybe they can even tell you like beautiful things about you that you don't see and then you can get a clear picture of what you really look like and what beautiful you know pieces there are to you right and honestly, I know that's kind of an awkward thing to ask, but I've I've been getting real with my friends about like stuff, emotional work that I've been doing. And I just decided like, I'm just going to start asking them these deep questions. And if they're your real friends, they're going to answer them honestly. And they're not going to judge you for asking them to like describe how you look to them. You know what I mean? Like your real friends are going to support you and give you the best answer they can and not judge you. So I've been getting real with my friends and being like, hey, I'm doing some emotional work about this and this. Could you give me some insight? And then when I ask them, it's like they're so sweet and they give me supportive answers and it's always really good. So I encourage you to do the same. Like it's always better to reach out to somebody and try to get their opinion of it, especially because you're only seeing what you see. You're only seeing things from your angle and to get somebody else's perspective it can really help you see a clear picture of what's actually going on. So that's why I encourage you to do that. And that can be something cute you do with your boo-boo, you know, your lover. Um, That can be a cute little activity that brings you closer together where you both tell each other like, oh, your beautiful physical attributes, right? That can be something fun to do together as a couple, as friends. I mean, who knows? There's so many possibilities. But those are a couple of things that have helped me. Like I said, I'm not diagnosed with body dysmorphia it's just kind of something I feel like I have since I have that you know problem recognizing my face in the mirror um but and I encourage you don't self-diagnose online because that can just be kind of like a negative rabbit hole to go under and you can get a little stressed out if you do that so I would encourage you to seek a medical diagnosis if you feel like you're struggling with it but just make sure to be reaching out to the people you love and trying to get their help and don't be afraid to just be real with them and say hey you know what I'm having this issue and I'm wondering if you could help me get some clarification on this because if they really care about you and love you, they're going to help you out. They're going to help you out, right? And those are the kind of people you want to keep in your life. So anyway, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't really know how much I'll be 
like producing episodes or content right now but I'm feeling pretty inspired so we shall see how long this stays with me but anyway if you like what you heard today please leave the show a rating leave me a review follow me on instagram at manic state of mind podcast on instagram and sky.menhart that's m-e-n-h-m-e-n-h-a-r-d-t on instagram if you want to get some more content and anyway i will see you guys in the next episode have a great week